Hello, welcome to So Basic with a Little Extra. You're in for a very special episode. It is made with all my love, admiration, and gratitude for a special person, Mr. David Vigel. He's currently celebrating his eternal life with a now fully healed body and at the glorious presence of Jesus Christ. If we haven't met yet or you're tuning in for the first time, my name is Anna Sugeri. And my mission for this podcast is to share a basic story, to give you a little extra inspiration, a little extra encouragement, or an extra laugh. I met David through the Get Together, which is a network of businessmen and women from across the city of Houston, who collaboratively joined together to respond needs of christ Center organizations. At one of the Get Together luncheons back at the end of 2018, I believe, yeah, it was 2018. I sat next to David. He was the director of Impact Houston Church of Christ Ministries. He was one of those people who you can totally connect with just a three-minute conversation. If you have followed me for a while, you know I am a huge fan of the book Love Does by Bob Goff. If you haven't read it yet, you're missing out. Since I read that book, I'm not that basic about recognizing love anymore. I am a little extra aware of people who truly knows love and what it does. In other words, people that have an evident relationship with Jesus and not just a religion. David knew what love does. During that luncheon, he talked to me about his ministry, nothing about himself. You could hear the excitement in his voice as he described what his ministry was all about. That very day, he invited me to come and check it out. I was just starting with my own ministry, Fate 52. I began to explain that we were doing a mobile children's ministry, and I wasn't sure (laughs) what I was doing and if I was doing it right. He encouraged me and gave me a good dose of, is God's ministry, remember that. A few days later, I showed up at Impact. I used to live like um, 40 minutes away from the area where the ministry facilities are located. When he gave me directions, I was like, "Uh, are you sure? (laughs) I had been in that area of the city, but only visiting the good restaurants, surrounded by pretty expensive houses, and a lot of new, trendy, three-story new built homes, mixed with a few old or now called vintage homes. It is funny how sometimes we missed a few things when all we're paying attention is to the new, pretty, and trendy stuff, isn't it? Never in my years of living in Houston, I would have imagined that just driving in one more block into that neighborhood, there was Impact Houston, a ministry that serves a home, as a homeless shelter, a church with public showers, a dining room, a public laundromat, a resource center, that offers a mentoring program, a senior assisted living, a resale shop, a summer reading program, a recovery program, and I am sure I'm leaving out many, many more ways that this ministry serves that area. We walked, he walked me all around the property that day. He showed me each part of the ministry. We walked a lot. I got to witness a super organized operation of unloading a food truck for their pantry. He introduced me to every single staff member. I was extra impressed with lots of sweet and welcoming people. Everyone stopped what they were doing to shake my hand 
and introduced himself. I was blown away. As we walked through the property, he explained me the basic services that they had on a daily basis and several events during the summer for the kids. One of the most memorable things he shared with me is how they use their bands. I think they had two or three to go pick up kids during the summer. Many of those kids were left home alone all day, completely unsupervised and unattended. He shared how sometimes they had to do several trips to go get as many kids as they could, but most of the time they were very, very much over capacity. That gave a tug to my heart. As we walked through the property, surprisingly, it was a beautiful day here in Houston. Not that we don't have beautiful days here, but the crazy weather is a real thing. The property looked clean and with huge, beautiful trees. The streets were quiet and peaceful. I made that comment to what he responded, My friend, I am glad you're here now, and I would not have you come in the evening without your husband. This place has a pretty radical transformation as soon as the sun goes down. I felt so basic, completely oblivious of the reality. He continued to share all kinds of stories of redemption and victory, including his. David had been an alcoholic with 31 years of sobriety. If he had not shared that with me, I would have never thought he had that rough experience. We laughed a lot that day too. I had never walked into an industrial freezer before. You might think that this is like so basic, but it could be pretty intimidating, especially for a super petite human like me. A bunch of scary movie scenes ran through my head while we were walking in. But after a second or two of regrouping and knowing that David was next to me, I was back into a safe place. He was a very tall person. That day, he resembled to me as a father figure in so many ways. He invited me to come back to serve barbecue to the homeless the following weekend. I might sound a little extra, but that was a new experience for me. If you know me, I am one of those that says yes to everything. I volunteer all the time, but this was a real eye-opening for me. You see, on my volunteer career, I always did, I did it inside my bubble which gave me a great sense of satisfaction and a purpose of serving, according to me. But the reality of it is that God wants us more than just staying inside our bubble. That day, serving in a very different environment, serving people that live and look very different from me, was a great honor and learning experience. On David's obituary, it shares that David's favorite Bible verse was Matthew 25:37-40. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you as a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, Truly, I tell you, whatever you did for the, one la the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. I am extra sure that David is living out to the fullest of this Bible verse right now. 
as we come together to celebrate his life and healing this coming weekend, I can't stop thinking about the legacy, the example and inspiration he's leaving with us. The legacy of this, his God had work and love for people, all kinds of people. The boldness of telling his testimony and give God the glory. His example on how to be an excellent servant, leader, and learner. I met him in his 70s, and I bumped into him in several trainings that the get-together put together. <laughs> he was always ready to learn. He asked questions and took a lot of notes. And let's talk about how inspiring he was. God's redemption in his life. It was a wonderful story on how his old brokenness was used to relate to the many men and women he served. He surely knew how to love Jesus, obey Jesus, and tell everyone about him. A while back, I read somewhere that it's a good practice for a person to write their own obituary, to gain awareness on how others see you and make positive changes. At first, I thought, oh, that sounds crazy. But now that I think about it, it does seem to help about to think about the impact we are creating in this world every single day of our lives. And, and you know, I learned from Michaela White that legacy is not something that is created day, the day you die. It's an everyday contribution while you're alive. I hope and pray that on my obituary, the things are mentioned about me are at least a quarter of the good things that uh, David says. And not just said it, but that there is evidence left to prove it. I have only attended four funerals in my life. I am a seven on the Enneagram. Uh, don't ask me much about that because I just learned that two weeks ago. But apparently, as a seven, I tend to run away from pain and sadness. I am not very empathetic, and I can't sit and mourn for long periods of time. So funerals and memorial services are not on my list of places to be. I've gotten myself out of several situations of attending funerals and memorial services, but this time is different. When I first learned about David's passing, I did feel some kind of devastating emotion. Overall, I think it was a feeling of regret. I regret not spending more time with him, learning from him, and catching some of his godly wisdom. I am not even trying to be a little extra here and making everything about me, but maybe you're listening to this and you can relate. And if you have experienced the loss of a loved one and need help to process that loss, please seek help. You just heard me describing my sevenness, so I might not be the best resource for you, but I can totally help you to find resources and professionals in the matter. So please, please, please reach out. I do want to express my most sincere condolences to his family. I pray that their pain and sadness is only momentarily as they miss their pres his presence and that the Lord brings peace and joy to their hearts knowing he's rejoicing at the feet of Jesus, walking on streets of gold and with an eternal and healed body. I want to leave you with a basic thought. Who do you need to contact today to let them know how or she, he or she is inspiring your life? 
Who do you need to spend more time with? Who do you need to learn from? What are the things that you are doing every day to leave a beautiful legacy for those around you? Not just full of good deeds, but a good life, even in the hard times. What changes do you need to make in your life? Here is something extra. Don't count your regrets, count your blessings. I will place the link of David's obituary and memorial service details. I'm also going to put uh, the website for Impact Houston where you can visit, serve, and donate, and the Get Together website link. I would love to meet you there once a month, either online or in person. Thank you so much for listening. I would appreciate it if you shared this episode in David's honor. I would like to let more people know about Impact Houston and David's wonderful legacy. By sharing this episode, we might just do that. And if you want to connect with me, visit fade52.com or send me a DM via Instagram or Facebook. I would love to connect. May the Lord point you to the right place to serve with the gifts and talents that he has given you. And may he shine upon you always. Thank you so much for listening and until next time.